Hey, y'all, you're listening to the Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Dodder. To learn more about today's reading or to read along with us, check out jointhejourney.com. Thanks for joining. Today, I am in the podcast studio with Mr. Jonathan Landon. Hey, I'm glad to be here. So glad you're here. You wrote today's Devo, and we actually just met today, right. uh, so much so that I was calling you by your last name, <laughs> thinking it was your first. People call me by my last name all the time, so that's totally fine. But you're Jonathan, yeah. and I'd love to know a little bit about how you got to Watermark and where you serve. Sure. Uh, so 10 years ago this summer, I was uh, actually saved. I grew up in the church, um, but I would say that I was actually saved 10 years ago when I uh, was still 21 years old. And uh, so then the summer, uh, the fall after that, I got plugged in at Watermark. Uh, I was going to SMU at the time, and they had a college ministry on campus there. So I got plugged into that ministry and then started attending Watermark on Sundays at the same time. And I've uh, just been here ever since. So cool. And you fast forward the clock to today, and where are you plugged in? So I'm, I'm serving in Equipped Disciple primarily. Uh, so we meet every Thursday night, which is, uh, I believe, when this podcast is being released. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we'll be meeting uh, every Thursday night pretty much uh, throughout the year. Our next uh, kind of time to sign up for that will be in the fall, um, early September. So be on the lookout for that if you're interested. Sweet. And today we're in Hebrews 8. What you got for us? What'd you learn? Yeah, so Hebrews is my favorite book of the Bible. So I'm just super excited to, to share what God's taught me through that. And so kind of as we dive into Hebrews 8, uh, I love how the, the passage starts out just saying, okay, the, the point in what we're saying is this. And so he's, he's essentially summarizing everything that's been set up to this point through the first seven chapters. And he says, the point is this, we have such a high priest. And so looking at, okay, what has he said about who our high priest is throughout these first seven chapters? And so we see in the first chapter how Jesus is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. He upholds the universe by the word of his power. And so looking at, okay, our high priest He's the radiance of, of God's glory. That's amazing. And he upholds the universe. Like you can't get any any better than a high priest than yeah. that. Um, and you fast forward into chapter two, it talks about how he is not ashamed uh, to call us brothers and sisters, how he is uh, able to sympathize with us in our weakness, and he's suffered like us. Um, fast forward again into chapter four. Again, we see we have this great high priest who is able to sympathize with our weaknesses. Um, fast forward again to the next chapter, Hebrews 5. We get into uh, how he deals gently with us, um, even in our ignorance and waywardness. He deals with us gently. And uh, the previous chapter, uh, Hebrews 7, he gets into comparing Jesus with Melchizedek and looking at how Jesus blesses us and offers up himself as a sacrifice. And then the end of chapter 7, he gets into, okay, Jesus is constantly interceding for us. Uh, it's amazing thinking that even now, as we're listening to this, Jesus is praying for us. Uh, that's what he lives. Even to, as we're recording. Even as we're recording. Yeah. He, he constantly lives to make intercession for us. That's what the verse says. And so that's kind of what gets him up each morning, if you will. He, he loves praying for his people. Um, and so just looking at, this is the summation of what Hebrews 8 talks about. We have a high priest who is like this. Um, and so then he kind of continues on uh, into the rest of the chapter, setting up where he's going next. And where is he going? So he's getting into a, a breakdown of how the Old Covenant compares to the New Covenant. So tell us a little bit, what's the Old Covenant? What's the New Covenant? Yeah, so the Old Covenant uh, was laid out at uh, Mount Sinai, Ten Commandments. Moses went on the mountain after they had just been let out of slavery in Egypt. Uh, Moses goes up there. God gives him the Ten Commandments along with a lot of other rules and laws. And uh, God essentially lays out, hey, if you do these things, you'll live. If you don't do them, you'll die. 
And so the old covenant was do these things um, and uh, you'll experience life and the blessings that come with this covenant. But if you don't do them, there's all these curses and uh, death that awaits you. And uh, as we're often prone to do, like the Israelites, we say, oh yeah, I can do that. Um, like all these commandments, I'll, I'll be able to keep those. Um, but uh, as we find out throughout the rest of the Old Testament and even looking at our own lives, we're not able to do these things. Mm-hmm. We're not able to, to perfectly obey God's law. Like even the first commandment, love the Lord your God with all your heart. There is no one on earth. Um, Jesus is the only human being that has ever done that perfectly. No one else can even obey the first commandment, let alone the other nine. Um, and so that's the old covenant that Jesus says, if you can keep this perfectly, um, then go for it. But um, no one can. No one can. And so the old covenant was not not going to work out for us. And so God had established this new covenant, which the, the writer in uh, of Hebrews gets into, um, pulling from Jeremiah 31 to kind of outline, okay, that the old covenant was, was this way, do these things perfectly, uh, you'll live. No one can do that. And so right. God sets up this new covenant that says, okay, um, here's, here's the blessings of the new covenant. Cool. I know you came with a lot of notes. So... I want to know two things. Anything burning on the, on your page that you're like, I've got to share this? And then the second one, you can think about it. How do you live differently because of what you read in this chapter? Yeah, great questions. So I, I think breaking down the, the blessings that are outlined here in the New Covenant, I kind of broke it down into, into three blessings, essentially. And uh, in verse 10, he says that uh, one of the blessings of the New Covenant is that God writes his laws on our minds and on our hearts. Kind of skipping ahead then to the last blessing uh, is the fact that God forgives our sins. He doesn't remember them anymore, which is, I kind of focused on that in my in my in Devo. In your Devo, yeah. Focusing in on uh, the fact that our sins are forgiven and then not even remembered by God. He, he forgets them. He casts them away. Um, and then the ultimately the culminating blessing, I would say, uh, of the new covenant is that God is our God and we are his people. Looking at the first one, writing... Uh, his law on our minds and on our hearts. That leads to transform lives, getting into the fact that in the old covenant, the law was external to us. And so because it was external, it didn't give us any desire or ability to follow God's law. Um, But the fact that God now writes his law on our hearts and on our minds, it changes our hearts. Um, Our hearts had been dead and uh, stony, if you will, uh, Mm -hmm. rocky, as they're often described. But now God has given us new hearts uh, with his law written on them so that not only are we uh, able to, to keep his law and, and obey him um, with his help, obviously, but we're able to desire to want to obey him. Yeah, because we've placed our trust in Jesus and have received the Spirit. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so then kind of getting into the, the last blessing, I guess, that's outlined here, the forgiveness of sins. Like I said, I talked about this a lot in my Devo, but one example I just wanted to highlight here really quickly is uh, from the life of King David hmm. um, in the Old Testament. And so uh, most well-known king in Israel's history um, and uh, found it interesting in Psalm 25, uh, he writes and essentially prays this prayer to God saying, uh, remember not the sins of my youth or my transgressions according to your steadfast love, remember me for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. And so he's praying this to God in a, in a time in his life when he's being pursued by his enemies, when he's recognizing that, yeah, there is sin in my life that, um, God, I don't want you to remember that. Like, cast that away from me. And then I find it interesting how God essentially summarizes David's life after he's died. So in 1 Kings 11, 
God is talking to uh, Solomon and Jeroboam and kind of telling them what's, what's coming up next. And this is how he summarizes uh, David's life. And if you know anything about David, you'll know that he did not live a perfect life, um, just like none of us do. David had uh, assaulted and stolen his friend's wife. Um, he then killed his friend. He had sinned in such a way that God brought about a plague that killed 70,000 people. Really, if you read the, the last half of Second Samuel, you see David did not end his life well. <laughs> Um, he, he, didn't, he didn't do everything um, according to God's will, and he didn't walk in obedience. Um, and yet this is how God remembers him. He says, again, in 1 Kings 11, David, my servant whom I chose, kept my commandments and my statutes. Hmm. And so the fact that that's how God remembers him, he doesn't say, well, yeah, he kept those things sometimes, um, but really he was kind of a, a mess um, uh, for the most part, especially at the end of his life. But no, that's not how God remembers him. Um, he remembers him for the fact that he says, he kept my commandments and my statutes. And that's how God remembers us too. I was reflecting on Matthew 25 when Jesus is telling the parable of the, the servants and kind of getting to the end of their lives and wanted to hear God tell them, well done, good and faithful servant. And that's a reality for every believer is that we will hear God say those words to us because hmm. uh, he doesn't remember our sin anymore. Uh, he's forgiven our sin completely. And so we're able to clothe ourselves in the righteousness of Christ and stand before him saying, uh, yeah, we, we kept all his commandments, all his statutes, because Jesus's righteousness, Jesus's perfect life has been credited to us. Uh, just amazing stuff. Yeah. And then lastly, really quick, yeah, getting real into quick. The, the fellowship with God aspect where he says, uh, I will be their God, they shall be my people. Just this amazing reality that that was actually a, a blessing that was potentially realized in the old covenant. Uh, God says in Leviticus 23, if you will walk in my statutes and observe my commandments and do them, I will walk among you and will be your God and you shall be my people. So that was a potential blessing in the Old Covenant. But like we said earlier, uh, the Old Covenant was not feasible for us because we're not perfect. Right. Uh, we're not able to keep those. It was conditional. It was you conditional. You had to do X, Y, and Z to get. Exactly. Yep. But in the New Covenant, because Jesus has lived that perfect life that we could not live, that's what brings in this blessing from the New Covenant. And so we see that the other two blessings that we talked about earlier, the, the fact that he transforms our hearts and writes his laws on our hearts, the fact that he forgives our sins, those two things ultimately culminate in the fact that we can have fellowship with him. Apart from those two things, we couldn't have fellowship with him. And so then the Bible ends in Revelation saying, behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be his people and God himself will be with them as their God. So strong. Man, I wish we could keep talking. Jonathan, thank you for studying, for coming prepared. So glad you're here today. And I am so glad we're all on this journey together. Thanks for listening. Did you know you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? Leaving a review helps others more easily find the podcast and read along with us. So we'd love your help.